for LBJ Football and joining us now on the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline for our Friday edition of our weekly high school coaches interviews brought to you by our good friends at Texas Truck and Trailer. It is the head coach of the LBJ Jaguars, Jamal Fenner. Coach Fenner, thanks as always for joining us. How are you today, sir? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Well, Coach, let's see uh, the by-district win over Elgin River. Uh, I, I, you know, we talked about it, and I think that was one of the concerns about your team that, that people from the outside had. How was LBJ going to respond uh, coming off the end of the district schedule, playing in a, a playoff-caliber opponent? Uh, I, I take it you liked the way your kids responded, though. Yeah, I mean, we, we know that we uh, have a standard that we want to play to, you know, irregardless of who we play. And so that was the expectation and to see them perform at that level, you know, against the, another opponent, playoff opponent. You know, it was exciting to see. Coach, how unique has this group been from that standpoint? I mean, you've had you've had really good teams. You've had talented teams. You've had teams that have won a lot of games. But it just seems like that's one thing you constantly talk about with this bunch is how they understand what the standard is and they know what it takes to play to that standard week after week. Yeah, I just think when you establish a culture and with the group of kids that we have that's been in this program and experienced, you know, a semifinal run their sophomore year, uh, state championship, you know, uh, run their uh, junior year, and now this group of seniors, and you got all the younger kids that's been along for the ride and gotten to practice during that playoff time and get to see, you know, what it's all about. I just think that's the that's the standard, and so our kids understand that, and so I think they're going to take every game to heart, and they're going to play, you know, with, play their hearts out in order so they can win. All right, Coach, so you're headed to Katie. Do y'all go the day before or the morning of, or how does that work? Yeah, we're going down this morning. We're going to leave, uh, we're going to leave here about 12 o'clock, uh, get down there, just try to keep a normal routine for us. Uh, are, are y'all going to eat at McDonald's on the way or what? <laughs> no, no, sir. No, sir. Uh, our kids, they like Chick-fil-A, so we'll feed them Chick-fil-A <laughs> for lunch. You know, there's some Subway for their pregame meal, keep it light. Coach, we were uh, we're we're talking about. I know you know Cedric Alexander. We talk about Cedric all the time, but uh, one of your your kids that we were talking about earlier this week is is Noah Baker. And I know we've talked about Noah before, but what, what has he meant to your program and just your take on the kind of year he's had? Yeah, Noah Baker's a great kid. You know, you're talking about a kid that takes care of business in the classroom. Uh, he's also an early college uh, high school kid with 22 credits um, at, at, at ACC. But he's a he's a football player. He's a ball player. You know, he has the measurables. And when the lights come on, he makes the plays. And so, yeah, it's great to have a kid like Noah Baker that's done everything we asked for him to do and uh, has represented, you know, himself, his family, and this program, you know, uh, the right way with character. Coach, you talked a minute ago about establishing a culture and continuing, you know, continuing has been set there at LBJ. How, how important is it for your young kids, your sub-varsity kids, to, to be around uh, you know, understand what the playoff experience is all about, to really watch the older kids work, to understand kind of what this culture is all about. How important is that for the young guys right now? Well, it's, it's very important, you know, if you want to have a successful program because that's your future. You know, the younger kids are the future, and they're going to um, they're gonna look up to those guys that are currently doing it, and they're going to try to mimic that or imitate that or try to live, you know, that same life that they, they're living uh, as they continue to get older and grow through the program. So it's really just a, a progression and it's a maturity process 
And I think that if you have a program set and it's, that's happening, it's going to naturally happen. It's not going to be forced. You're not going to have to force it to happen. Coach, I saw that little tree just got an offer from Oklahoma State, and I know like he wanted to kind of get that part of his life over by committing to Minnesota early. But then, uh, what do you think made him change his mind, and uh, what has it been like for him trying to focus on the season and now really being one of the hotter recruits in Central Texas? Yeah, I think you know Trey Trey is a kid that's kind of a, a late bloomer. You know, I think he he realizes that, and I think the recruiters realize that as well. He has such a huge upside, you know, when you talk about his measurables, his size, and then just his IQ and ability to play, you know, his position. I think a lot of coaches are starting to recognize that as well as he continue to pop out on film. So I think his recruitment is going to continue. You know, I think him getting Oklahoma State was huge yesterday, and I think he will continue to get more offers as we continue to, you know, play more football. Yeah, Coach, real quick on that. Uh, you know, as you you know, making making it all the way to Arlington and the playoff success that you've had, uh, are you noticing that that's a byproduct of that? Whether it's you know Power Five schools or uh, FCS, JUCOs, whatever it is, uh, just your kids getting more attention. The more film you can put out there, the longer you can stay in this thing. Uh, the just naturally, the more exposure they're going to get. Yeah, I think that's a part of it. You know, I think the the longer you play, the more film. Uh, and then the less that other people are playing. So recruiters actually get the programs that are continuing to play, you know, the weeks that other teams are not. And so now you get to start identifying who those kids are that are playing at an elite level because you're making these deep runs into the playoffs and you know that it's uh, high-intensity football and it's high-level football and you get to see how they perform in those type of situations. And as a coach, if I was a recruiter, I would want to recruit kids that I can see how they respond under, in the big time and the bright lights. Coach, let's get your thoughts on PNG when you when you watched the tape and, and broken them down and looked at them. Uh, what, what do you see from PNG? Yeah, good football team. You know, well-coached, uh, disciplined, and uh, they're going to play assignment football. You know, they're going to be where they're supposed to be at. Uh, they tackle well on defense. Uh, they run the football downhill on offense, and then they try to take shots and make big plays as well. So I think it's a complete football team. You know, I think it's a team that uh, that has proven themselves to be where they are uh, today. And uh, should we ready to go play? Jamal, one quick question. Uh, you know, the way some of your district games went, uh, how tough is it, uh, or I guess how much extra in practice do you have to devote to special teams? Because there's some units like, your, you know, your punt team, uh, your, your kickoff return, you, you may get one, if, if that many, chances to run some of those units in a game. Have you had to devote more practice time to special teams just to make sure you got your guys stay sharp with it? Yeah, I tell you, we, we started to devote more uh, special team work and practice after those first three games, and we had hiccups in our non-district in the special teams unit. So that made us automatically, you know, spend more time. But, yeah, we're working special teams every day because we know in a in a competitive football game where it's evenly matched offensive and defensively is going to happen. But in the special teams is where it can, you know, make or break the game. So we put an emphasis on special teams every day. It's 7.30 tonight. It's Road Stadium in Katy. If you can't make it out to Katy, we got you covered on 105.3 The Bat. It starts with Snoop and the crew with the Flex pregame at 6.30, leading you up to the 7.15 pregame with Roddy Rodriguez and Zach Lucero from Katy. And then 7.30 is the kickoff, LBJ and Port Natchez 
Groves. Coach Fenner, thank you as always for the time on a Friday. Best of luck to you and your kids tonight, and hopefully we can do this again next week. Go get them, Coach. Yes, sir. I appreciate y'all. Thank you very much. There he is, the head coach of the LBJ Jaguars, Jamal Fenner, joining us for our Friday edition of our weekly high school coaches interviews brought to you by our good friends at Texas oh Truck God. 